Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. I'm Emma Sue Prince and I'm an author and trainer and I write about seven key skills that are crucial for your health, your happiness and your well-being. These skills are adaptability, empathy, critical thinking, integrity, optimism, being proactive and resilience. And everything I do is from the premise that we can all actively build these skills every day and that we have so much capacity to do this. My company runs face-to-face workshops, live online masterclasses and self-access modules, as well as a host of free resources on all of these skills to a global audience, really diverse groups. And I know that everyone can benefit so much from nurturing these seven skills. The Seven Skills, Seven Minutes series is focused on bite-sized episodes that give an immediate boost to your well-being in just seven minutes. I've now completed my 14 days of magic challenge with Magic Mind. And Magic Mind is a shot full of amazing nutritious ingredients that improve focus. We have a discount code, especially for our listeners, SKILLS14. You can also win a subscription to Magic Mind by joining in the competition. Simply commit to improving your life in three ways for 14 days and take the Magic Mind drink. Upload pictures and videos to YouTube, Instagram or TikTok using the hashtag 14 days of magic and upload your content to magicmind.co.slash 14 days of magic by the 30th of November. Good luck. This week the Gratitude Journal. In my workshops on optimism, as well as in coaching sessions, I talk about gratitude a lot. And this is because having some kind of gratitude practice is incredibly beneficial. And it's probably, along with walking, one of the most impactful things you can do to boost your well-being. This is heavily researched and is absolutely not about being always on the positive, funny, sunny side of things. A gratitude practice needs to sit right alongside other well-being practices, as well as a good, strong sense of self-awareness, giving yourself space to process emotions and making sure that you're managing stress well. You may ask, how can I be grateful when all around me there is uncertainty and worry? Or, How can I be grateful when I feel sad and anxious? And the answer is yes, you can, because human beings experience hundreds of different kinds of emotions every single day. But also you can, because when we feel like this, overwhelmed with worry or paralyzed by sadness or anxiety, the brain naturally gravitates towards a worst case scenario every time. We're hardwired to find the negative. And once we've found it, the brain likes to take it in every kind of direction imaginable. When we practice gratitude, we rewire our brains to find the positives. And this is the thing. In every single situation, and even in the worst of days, we can still experience positives. A negative emotion is only able to stay with you for a finite period. The biggest thing to remember here is that any emotion can only reside in your nervous system for 90 seconds. 
anything beyond that becomes a narrative we tell ourselves. So we need to learn to sit with emotions, whatever they are, become aware of them, label them, accept them, and where necessary, use tools like breathing to take us through those 90 seconds. According to Harvard brain scientist, Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor, 90 seconds is all it takes to identify an emotion and allow it to dissipate while you simply notice it. When you're stressed, pausing 90 seconds and labelling what you're feeling, for example, I'm getting angry or I'm getting frustrated, damps down activity in the amygdala part of your brain, allowing you to become grounded and activating your parasympathetic nervous system. Dr. Bolt says when a person has a reaction to something in their environment, there's a 90 second chemical process that happens in the body. After that, any remaining emotional response is just the person choosing to stay in that emotional loop. Back to gratitude, a growing body of research shows keeping a log of what you're thankful for can lower stress, help you sleep better, and may even reduce the risk of heart disease. So do you have a gratitude journal? Any notebook will do, but it's also nice to treat yourself to a lovely new journal or a notebook that you can keep near your bedside, because guess what? The best time to write in your gratitude journal is when you wake up in the mornings. This will set you up so well for the day and something that can easily become part of your morning routine. Maybe instead of reaching for your phone first thing, you'll reach for your gratitude journal instead. When I ask people on workshops what they are grateful for, the typical response will be broad. My health, my home, family, pets, my work. But we always take the exercise further and explore why we are grateful for these things or these people. What do they give us that make life easier, joyful, or what do we appreciate about having these in our lives? Practicing gratitude gives us perspective. Yes, there may be some negative things going on in our lives or around us, and we also have positive things. These can sit alongside each other. But why write it down? Why not just think about what you're grateful for or type it into an app or your phone? Well, of course, you can also do that and experience the benefit. But writing by hand slows you down, helps you reflect, and is a very powerful way of articulating more precisely just what you're grateful for. A gratitude journal is also something physical that you will see every day. And the issue with it being on your phone is that once you reach for your phone, it's easy to get distracted and pulled into something else. I write every morning. Yes, I will often write that I'm grateful for my hot shower or for my two golden retrievers or my morning walks, a whole host of other really simple things because I am grateful for those things. And these are repeated often. But more lately, I write about the opportunity to do something that day. So the opportunity to coach and support Chris and Maxine today. I'm just making up the names here, but naming people I'll be working with or meeting that day is really powerful. I'll also include things from the day before. Maybe a new offer of work has come in. Maybe something unexpected has happened or I was given something. I have one rule to fill the page. And I find the longer I spend on writing what I'm grateful for, the more there is to be grateful for. So for you, how to start. 
First, decide on the format you will use, whether it's a physical journal or an app on your phone. I've suggested a journal, but do what suits you best or try both to find out. Number two, commit to keeping your journal. You want to make it a commitment that will keep you inspired to write, even if you aren't always in the mood, because this exercise can help change your mood. That's why I have mine right by my bed and it becomes just something that I do each morning. Number three, just keep writing. Start by spending a few minutes writing something down. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece. Just start where you are and don't think too much about it. One thing I can promise you is that you will experience the impact of keeping a gratitude journal almost immediately. It can be a total game changer. And certainly for me, it has been. And I know it can be for you too. Thank you so much for listening. For more ideas, free resources, access to free mindfulness webinars, yoga and mini modules on the seven skills, just head on over to sevenskillsforthefuture.com. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do share, do leave a review to help us increase our audience. Have a great day and a great week.